Welcome everyone to the Side Beyond Side podcast, where we look beyond the surface, diving deeper into life's issues. I'm your host, Mike, aka Emperor. And as always, I want to thank you for spending the next 30 minutes of your life with me. I know that you could be doing other things or listening to someone else, but you chose to tune in to Sight Beyond Sight. And for that, I'm very thankful. And you know what? I'm also thankful that the electricity is back on. It's been on and off, on and off, on and off four different times in a row. It's been kind of frustrating. I'm not going to lie. So I don't know if I'm going to make it through this broadcast. I don't know if I'm going to make it through this episode, but we'll see what happens. And we'll just hope and be faithful for the best. With that being said, let's move right into the episode. I want you guys to to know that you can always, always reach out to me with topics that are on your mind, personal stories or questions or perspectives that you may have. You know, my goal is to keep the content fresh and interesting. And the last thing I want to do is bring you some stale content. You know what I mean? So please reach out to me at blindlessvision at gmail.com. You can also follow me on Instagram and Twitter for daily motivation at cbeyond365. That's at cbeyond365 for both Instagram and Twitter. You guys got that? All right, so start writing in. Tell me some things. Tell me what's on your mind. Ask me some questions. I don't know. Whatever. Do whatever you want to do, but do it. All right, because... I don't want you guys going around talking about me saying, oh, man, Mike, a.k.a. Emperor, was doing all right, man. Sight Beyond Sight was cool, but now this stuff is pretty boring. Man, come on. We're not trying to do that. We're trying to bring life. We're trying to bring excitement. We're trying to bring some joy, some smiles to you for your day. You know, we ain't trying to do all that boring stuff. But anyway. What does it mean for you to be you? What does it mean for you to totally be who you are? Be free to be you. What does that mean to you? And do you feel that you are walking around each day interacting with people and you're freely being who you are? Are you able to be goofy if that's who you are? Are you able to be serious when people don't always look at you that way? Are you able to be creative? Are you able to be different and feel comfortable? Are you able to be assertive? You know, all those things, whatever you, whatever you do, whoever you are, do you feel like you're able to be that person? And I was thinking about that because I know when I write, I'm able to be exactly who I am. But I I looked at that and I was like, whoa, whoa, am, am I hiding who I am when I'm not writing? No, 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 not necessarily. But I know when I write, I can be very, very vulnerable. I can put down my deepest, darkest feelings. I can put down my my deepest thoughts. I can make the poem as crazy as I want it to be, or I can be reel it in. 
I mean, I can do whatever I want with it. And it, it's just having that freedom and the, having that control to do what you want to do, but then keeping it to a level where it's you and not straying so far away from who you truly are at the core. I don't know. It's just a lovely feeling and I love it. But I will tell you this, for the most part, when you see me out on the streets, what you see is what you get. What you hear on the podcast is what you get. If you were to meet me face to face, I really don't, I don't really stray from who I am. And I'm thankful that I'm content with who I am. I'm thankful that I feel like I'm able to just go in almost any environment and be who I am without compromise. And that's such an an empowering feeling that I, I hope for all people. I hope all people are able to feel that. I hope all people are able to just go in and say, you know what? I'm not going to take myself so serious today. I'm not going to worry about what everybody else is thinking. I'm not going to try to live up to other people's expectations. I'm not going to do this this certain way because that's what's expected of me. I'm not going to say these things or hold back because that's what's expected of me. I'm not going to I'm going to dress this certain way because I fear getting judged. You know when you're thinking about who you are, And who you are going to be, I mean, a lot goes into that. Now, I would be foolish to sit there and say, oh, I don't think about what other people think ever. Uh, no, I I do, but it, it really does depend on who you are. I mean, <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Some people, I just, I don't know. I'm not going to, I'm not worried about overall what people think. Now, if you're close to me and I value your opinion, yeah, it's going to, It's going to have an impact. But for the most part, I mean, I'm not, I'm going to say what I have to say. I'm going to laugh when I want to laugh. I'm going to tell a joke when I want to tell a joke. I'm going to be serious when it's time to be serious. I'm going to drop the hammer when it's time to drop the hammer. I'm going to be focused when it's time to focus. I'm going to dress how I want to dress. You know, one of my one this is this is one of my pet peeves, and I'm telling you. I cannot stand when people say, Well, just dress professional. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm like, what what does that mean? I mean, I know what it's supposed to mean, but what does that mean? What I mean, come on. So What's professional? So if I wear, I mean, I think a tux is pretty professional, but then that'd be overkill. People will laugh at me, right? Now jeans are kind of hit and miss. I mean, some people allow them and say that's cool. Some people don't. Oh, it has to be a, a suit or a button. I don't know. Whatever. It just bugs me. I don't know why. It probably shouldn't bug me, but it bugs me when people say that. Just dress just dress professional. Okay, whatever. I don't feel like I'm getting professionally paid. <laughs> you know, you pay me professional pay, then I will dress more professional. You know what I mean? 
So let, let's do that. You meet me halfway, I'll meet you halfway. I think that's a square deal, don't you think? Other than that, leave me alone. I'm not going to come in here all wrinkled up. I'm not going to come in here trying to uh, be all wild about it. But then again, to me, I'm like, who cares, man, as long as you're getting the job done. And what really cracks me up, this is what really cracks me up about this saying. You hear that the most. You hear that saying, just dress professional. The, The dress code here is professional. You hear that in corporate offices where you don't even interact with people. You're stuck in your your cubicle at your desk all day. You're not going to see anybody. So why on earth am I wearing this suit and tie to work and I'm not going to interact with anyone? I'm just going to sit down at my desk. I'm going to play my games. I'm going to do my work. I'm going to get up every now and again to get a drink of water or use the bathroom. I'm going to eat lunch at my office desk. I'm not going to interact with anybody except through email or on the phone. And that cracks me up. Like, who are you going to see? Who are you going to see besides your colleagues that are that are going to judge you? You know what I mean? I don't know. Whatever. I've digressed. I've digressed. But man, it is so powerful to wake up and feel like you can be you. You know, I I work in, uh, I've worked in social work for so long, and uh, now I've worked in education for a while too. And so I've I've seen both sides of things, and I've worked with a lot of people one-on-one. I've worked with a, a lot of different families, and it's just what I love to do. I love doing it. Uh, it's just who I am as a person. And, uh, you know, that's what I see a lot in the families. I see, you know, when, when it comes to the parents, I mean, we judge these parents so harshly. And we've talked about this before. You know, we talked about the the parent in the store that's struggling with the child in the aisle. And instead of looking at that parent and saying, man, they've gone, had a long day and now they got to deal with this. How can we help? We sit there and we point the finger saying, oh my gosh, he or she needs to get her act together and, and take care of these kids or what a terrible parent they're being, blah, 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 whatever. We have a tendency to do those things. And it's unfortunate because when you work with some of, uh, some of these family members, you know, they're they're great parents and they, they want to do well, but they just don't have the confidence. They have lived all their life trying to live up to the standards of their parents or to someone else, and they have lost who they are. So now they're trying to figure out who they are as a person and as a parent while trying to raise their kids the right way. So it becomes a difficult task. But... I get to hear those stories and I get to see that and I, I I get to be the one to help plant the seed of hope for them or plant the seed of motivation to to tap into who they truly are or who are they striving to be? Who do they want to be? Maybe they know who they are and they want to reach a different level. You know, I don't I don't work with just people that are just down in the dumps, you know what I mean? even though that's a majority of the population that I work with, but 
I have worked with plenty of people that are, hey, you know what? I'm rock solid. I know what I want. I'm doing what I want. I'm I'm successful in a sense of this, but I need this to be fulfilled for me personally. And then we devise a plan to get there. And I just, that is my absolute favorite thing to do on this earth is help people reach their goals of, of being who they are. And if any, if everybody on this earth could reach that point, do you know how awesome this world would be? Do you know how awesome this would be? If everyone had that mentality, hey, I'm going to be me and I'm going to do right by not just myself, but do right by others. And we're going to make this thing work. It's such a beautiful thing. Such a beautiful thing. So who are you? How do you get there? Well, like I said, I don't have all the answers. I don't. I just think a lot. (laughs) You know what I mean? I'm just out here just like everybody else. I'm out here putting the pieces together. And if I put some pieces together and it looks like a certain image, then that's what I'm going to say it is. And sometimes I put the pieces together and it's not quite right. And somebody else has that piece to to bring the image all the way together. And they have that outside perspective that I didn't see. And that's even more beautiful because, you know what, that was a learning experience. But what I do know is this. A lot of people are suffering right now because they are lost. they've lost who they are. They don't know who they are. And I don't know how they lost it most of the time. I guess eventually with the the cases that I've been with, it, sometimes you figure it out, sometimes you don't. Sometimes people don't want to figure it out. So people don't want you to figure it out because it either hurts too bad or two, they don't want to change or, or three, they're afraid of the change. There's so many different variables. But no matter the case, I do think that deep down, deep down, Everybody wants to feel good about who they are. Everybody wants to wake up feeling like, you know what? I'm going to have a successful day and my success is not going to be based off of my possessions. It's not going to be based off my job title. It's not going to be based off of how much money I have. It's not going to be based off of the house I'm going to buy or the cars that I have in my garage. It's not going to be based off of anything but what I have to offer to people from my soul, you know, and I think that once we get to that, that spot, then you have the ability to, to persevere through all these adverse situations that we face. Then you have the ability to see things differently. Then you have the ability to encourage and instill hope, not just in yourself, but also in others. So then now you might ask, how do we get to that point? I think one thing that we have to do, we have to truly understand who we are as a person. We have to understand what are our goals, uh, what makes us happy, what makes us tick, what makes us who we are, what feeds my needs. 
What motivates me to do better than what I've done? What motivates me to do for uh, for others? You know, those are some of the things that we have to think about. And I know that some of us feel like we're locked in a prison every time we go to our jobs because our needs aren't being met. And to some people, it's no big deal. It may seem like you're overreacting, but to other people, well, actually to you, it is a big deal because that's a priority. That is a need that you need for survival, for you to be who you are. And if you go to your job every day, not feeling like who you are, feeling like you have to compromise who you are as a person, compromise who you are as a being, then that's going to take a toll on you. You're going to do things differently. You're going to think differently. You're not going to be yourself. You're not going to do your best work. A prime example is the person who has the great corporate job. They're great at crunching numbers. They're a great business person. They're making their company grow every month. You know, they're putting in the hard work. They're self-motivated. They're doing all of these things, but really they're not being fulfilled. Because maybe this person is really creative and they want to do something that's outside of the box. They want to do something that's a little bit risky for the corporate world. But tradition says, no, don't do that. This is what tradition says, and this is how we've done it for the past 50 years, and so this is how we're going to continue to do it. And so you come to work and you feel like you're trapped in a prison every day because you can't think outside the box. You know that there are other ideas that will work even better, that increase the sales by 80% right away. But you're not allowed to use that creativity because it's not the norm. You know, a lot of people are faced with those types of decisions every day and they have to make a decision. Do I leave this position? And do I go out and venture on my own? Or do I join another company that's gonna allow me to be more creative? Do I start over? Or do I go into a totally different field? You know, those are some of the common questions that we're faced with in the corporate world or even in the employment world. Okay, it doesn't even have to be corporate. It's the employment world. And if you're to the point where you're not being fulfilled internally at the core, then, man, it's time to really reassess where you're at, reassess your priorities, make a plan of action, weigh the pros and cons, do all of those things. Now, I'm not going to tell you what to do. I mean, that's your decision as an individual. But what I'm saying is this. Sometimes we have to make that sacrifice in order to preserve who we are. And sometimes that decision can be very, very difficult to make because of a couple of different factors. One is the money factor. What am I going to do if I quit this job? This job, man, I'm not being fulfilled as a person, but you know what? I'm making a lot of money, so that outweighs a lot of things. That outweighs who I am as a person. So I'm going to continue to do this job. And I think if I do it 
for five more years and save and invest, then I can quit. Then I would have made enough money. But then what happens when five years comes? Well, man, I've made a lot of money. I'm kind of used to where I'm at right now. I guess it really doesn't matter. Maybe I can stay three more years. And after three years come, well, okay, I'm so close to retirement. So, man, I have 10 years to retirement and I have a lot of money saved, but, you know, I'm really not happy coming to work every day. But you know what? Maybe I'll stay until retirement and then I'll do what, I, what I've dreamt of doing. There are people in those situations. And then the other factor is what people think. What are people going to say if I quit this good job? A lot of people would dream of having this job. A lot of people would dream of being in this position. A lot of people would dream of having the things that I have and having the access to resources that I have and access to other people that I have. A lot of people would dream of being in that position. So what are they going to say if I up and quit? What are they going to say if I said, I want to stop this job so I can be more creative? Am I going to be judged? Am I going to be ridiculed? I don't know. But I know that is something that people worry about. Money and what other people think. That's usually the worry. But there are times where you have to believe in yourself and you have to step out on faith and you have to believe in what you're doing and believe in who you are. And you only believe in who you are when you have set that groundwork, when you've laid that foundation and you have your priorities in order. What am I willing to compromise on? What can be compromised? What are non-negotiable? What are things that are going to fulfill me in life? What do I need to be fulfilled? Am I being fulfilled? Wherever I'm at, whatever position I'm in, am I being fulfilled? Am I doing what makes me happy? Am I doing something that I feel good about waking up to every day. You know, and, and that's what it comes down to, but you only know those things if you set your priorities. So I think one of the things that we have to do, and we've discussed this, you have to be fearless. You have to be fearless. You have to walk without fear. You have to be confident in yourself and know that, hey, you know what? I'm going to take a risk, but I'm going to bet on myself because I believe in myself. I believe that I've created a plan of action. I believe that I can uh, put forth the effort to make this happen. I believe that my creativity and my, my sanity is greater than any amount of money. I believe that who I am as a person is greater than what other people think I am or greater than what other people want me or expect me to be. So you have to be fearless in who you are. You have to be confident in who you are. I mean, if you're waking up and you're doing right by the people, you're doing right by yourself and you're doing the best that you can do, then be confident in that. No, we're not going to be the best at everything. No, you're not going to be the best business person. No, you're not going to be the best educator. That may not happen. I don't know. You may not be recognized nationwide for all the things that you've done. But you know what? 
you know for yourself that you're waking up and you're putting forth the best effort that you can. And you know what? That's good enough. That's good enough. If you're waking up and you're learning every day and you're meeting new people every day, man, that's a win for me. I just want to wake up and, and, and meet new people, hear new stories, learn from them, interact with people, see them progress, see them smile, see them do something positive. That's a win for me. And every day at my job, I get that opportunity. So no matter how bad the day is or how stressful the day is, I feel like I'm winning because I know that someone was able to make an impact on my life and I was able to make an impact on someone else's life. And I love that idea. I'm at a place where I am able to be creative with how I interact with people. I'm in a position where I get to wake up and hear people's stories every day. And to me, that's fulfilling. And that's something I won't compromise. That's why I work in the area and the profession that I work in. You know, it would make no sense for me to work uh, in a factory. I've done factory work before. I'm not hating on it. It's just not for me. You know, I, I'm not the type that's going to be isolated and focused on just accomplishing the same task over and over and over again for 10 hours straight with minimal contact with people. You know, I couldn't stand the fact that I was working next to two other people and there was no conversation. We never conversated. We were just focused on doing our job and sending it on down the line to the next person. You don't say anything. Only time you say something is if hurry up. You're telling them to hurry up or you're telling them, oh, you cut that wrong. Do it again. Even at break, break was miserable. We'd all come together and nobody would say anything. To me, in that moment, I was not being fulfilled. And I knew my time there was minimal. But at that time, it was something that was necessary for me. And it was, it was what I had to do to make it through those times. But man, was I waking up every day happy to go to work? No. I was working from six to six or six to four most of the time, you know? Not talking to anybody. All you heard was loud machinery. It, it was just, it drove me nuts. And I said to myself, when I, luckily, I didn't even quit that job. Luckily, when I was thinking about quitting, we were laid off. The The doors just shut out of nowhere and we had no clue and we were laid off. They, uh, The owners, you know, came and talked to us and told us what was going to happen. And, you know, they told us we can go down and collect unemployment and all that good stuff. And, you know, if they could, they could help us get into another factory uh, position at other places that they knew of. And I said, nah, no, thank you. I knew in my mind that they gave me a get out of jail free card because I was probably going to stay there a lot longer than I wanted to just because I felt I needed it. I felt I was trapped. But had they not laid me off, who knows? I could have been there until 
retirement, you know, being miserable. Could you imagine that? I couldn't imagine that. So I got to get out of jail free card by getting laid off. But I knew in my head, never again would I ever do that. Never again would I ever put myself in a position like that where I have to go to work and be silent all day. So we have to know what our limits are. And, you know, back to being fearless, sometimes we have to be fearless in the choices that we make. We have to be fearless. We have to bet on ourselves. (laughs) You know, prime example, another example, I remember uh, back, back in the day, I stepped out being an entrepreneur, you know, and uh, I was excited about it. It took some time. I liked the grind. I liked the research that was involved. I, I, I didn't mind getting turned down and saying, getting told no, that idea won't work. You're getting told by the banks over and over that we're not going to lend you any money for that. <laughs> and so it just made me work harder. You know, it made me work harder to to figure out how I'm going to get this thing going with no resources, and, and it ended up happening. I tell you this story because of this. You know, during that time, I did have doubt, and I started to have doubt in my my idea. I had doubt in what I was doing. I had doubt in stepping out and doing something totally different and taking that risk because I started listening to what people were saying. I started listening to people that weren't close to me saying that it was a a crazy idea. I started listening to people that were close to me saying, "Mm, that will never work. Are you serious? And so had I listened, I would have never started my own business. I would have never had that experience. But luckily, I'm a little stubborn. And once I get focused on something, it's pretty much a wrap. So there's really nothing that's going to stop me, you know. And I I think that's a blessing, you know. I think that's a blessing that uh, has always been in me. And uh, so I ended up doing it, and it ended up working. And there it is, you know. But I would have never had that experience. I would have never had that experience. I would have never been able to say, hey, I'm an entrepreneur if I would have stopped and listened to everybody else. You know, and I, and I realized at that moment, that is why I, that's part of the reason why I named the podcast when I named it, Sight Beyond Sight. That was when I realized that, you know what, even the closest people to you don't always see what you see. They don't always see the end picture. They don't always see all of the steps. They don't see the vision. They only see some of it. And so it can become frustrating when you're trying to explain what's going on and you're excited about something that you're you're going to be doing and you're excited about this vision that you have or this new project that you're going to start because you see it all. You see the outcome. You see the potential. But when you say it to people, they don't see all of that. All they see is the first step or all they see are, are the trials and the, and the adversity that you're going to face. They see the hard work that is going to take. 
but they don't see how the grind can end up being something fulfilling. So don't get discouraged if you share your ideas with people and they don't see the vision. It's not meant for everybody to see the vision, you know? If everybody saw the vision, then your vision would be ordinary. And we're not in the business of being ordinary, right? We're not in the business of being just good. Remember, we're in the business of being pretty awesome. And that's all we're trying to do, trying to step this thing up a notch. But I'll end with this. I want all you guys to know that you don't have to live in shackles. You don't have to go to work or actually not even just work. You don't have to wake up every day feeling like you're shackled. And the way you release those shackles, the way, the way that you break free is having a belief in who you are. When you know who you are and you're confident in who you are as a person, there's no one that can shackle you. They can try to, but you're still going to do you and you're still going to be who you are. You know, that's why there are a lot of people that can walk into a salty environment and be the freshwater that heals because they're not bound by the same shackles as everybody else that's trapped in the salty water. They see things differently. They refuse to compromise who they are. So even though they know that they're walking into a salty environment every day, they're walking in there with a smile. They're walking in there with positivity. They're walking in there saying, how can I help? They're not walking in there thinking about the negative aspect of things. They're not going in there to gossip about other people. They're not going up there to stir up trouble. But what they're doing is bringing in a sense of hope, encouragement, and peace. And that is the decision that they've decided to make because of who they are at the core. They've decided that I'm not going to fall for these traps and that I'm not going to be a part of this. I'm not going to be a part of uh, the nonsense. I'm not going to be a part of the negativity. And if it comes my way, I'll address it. And I'll address it fearlessly. But I'll do it the right way. I'm not in the business of tearing people down. We're in the business of building people up. And that's their attitude every day. And those are the people that we need to cling to. Those are the people that we need to say, hey, I want to align myself with you. I want some of what you have. And then slowly, but surely, that is how the culture starts to change. Because one person decided I'm going to be consistent in who I am. I'm not going to fall for the norms. I'm not going to fall for these traps. I'm going to do something out of the norm and I'm going to maintain my positivity in this culture full of vultures. And we need a lot more of that going on. So I want to say to you, freshwater warriors, stay encouraged. Keep doing the right thing. Keep being nice. You win a lot more battles by being nice than being vicious. You're going to have a lot more allies by choosing to be kind when someone is lashing out at you. And, you know, sooner or later, that person who's lashing out is going to start to figure out, man, this isn't working. And they're going to start to look in the mirror and say, you know what, what can I do differently? And you know what? They're going to be the ones saying, 
I want what he has. I want what she has. I want things to be different for me. I don't want to be like this anymore. And that's how we start to change. We change by being fearless. We change by being kind. We change by being encouraging. We change by instilling hope. And we make changes around us by being consistent. So with that being said, guys, I thank you for tuning in to Sight Beyond Sight. Remember, please, if you have any stories that you'd like to tell me, any topics that you want to discuss, any questions that you have to ask, we want to keep this content rolling and we want to keep it fresh for you. No stale content here. All right. (laughs) So please be sure that you write me at blindlessvision at gmail.com. So we can keep the content fresh. Remember, guys, we're in the business of healing and not hurting. And remember, be the fresh water that heals in a salty environment until we meet again, my friends.